Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to dollarcollapse.com with John Rabino, your ringside seat for the global financial crisis. Hi, everybody. It is Tuesday, April 26th. And as usual, lots going on this week. But before we start, this podcast is, as always, sponsored by our good friends at Birch Gold Group. If you are interested in adding to your gold portfolio or learning about gold and silver, these are the guys to talk to. Uh, And especially if you're interested in adding gold to your IRA, that's what they specialize in. So give them a call at 800-355-2116 or visit Birch's website site at www.birchgold.com. So today and tomorrow, the Federal Reserve is meeting. And as usual, it's an event in the short run, a non-event in the long run. They'll come out with a statement that is basically designed to say nothing but to reassure the stock market. Even a brief look at the history of the Fed's predictions proves that they have absolutely no idea what's going to happen and that most of the time they're just winging it. So when they come out with an authoritative sounding announcement, as they will on uh, Wednesday afternoon, and the market responds positively to it, it's completely meaningless. The only reason the market responds is that traders have been trained to do that. You know, there's kind of a Pavlovian response that when the Fed speaks, traders buy risk assets. And then over the following couple of weeks, they sell those same risk assets. So you get a little pop and then it goes back down and nothing really happened. And and this will be the same thing. So the Fed can be safely ignored by everybody except short-term traders. Much more interesting from the point of view of people who actually want to know what's going on in the world is corporate earnings season. And the numbers, as they were last week and the week before, have been pretty bad. The most recent notable earnings report came out this morning from Canadian National Railway. Its stock is down 5% on very weak guidance because rail traffic, which is a key indicator of the strength of an economy, is down dramatically. We're not making as much stuff and therefore not shipping as much. And that's a sign that the economy is slowing down. Meanwhile, over in big tech, we've seen weak earnings from Google, Microsoft, IBM, and Twitter so far. And the big one is this afternoon, and that's from Apple. The consensus seems to be that Apple is going to report a drop in year-over-year iPhone sales. And that's the first time that's happened in several years, and it's a very, very big deal because Apple's really a bellwether. You know, they're either the biggest or the second biggest market cap of any company out there, along with Google. If they actually shrank year-over-year in the first quarter, that's a bad sign for the overall economy. Now, if you go to um, the Atlanta Fed's GDP Now website to see what they think is happening in the moment in terms of economic growth. You see that they're predicting that the first quarter GDP will come in at 0.4%, which is borderline recessionary. You know, that's virtually no growth. 
Oh, and one other piece of economic news this morning was that durable goods orders in the U.S. were weak again, implying that the second quarter isn't going to be any stronger than the first quarter. If that's the best we can do, the implication is that the U.S. will not grow fast enough to keep the debt-to-GDP ratio from rising. In other words, we're digging ourselves more and more deeply into a hole at this level of economic growth. And it's one we can't seem to get out of because interest rates are already at historically low levels. The federal government has created unprecedented amounts of new money in the past few years and pumped it into the banking system and it didn't work. So we'll have to do something else. There are a lot of different proposals out there, most of which cluster around new government spending as a way to get people borrowing and spending rather than lower interest rates because it looks like zero to negative interest rates have stopped working. So expect announcements from the government that sound really hopeful, but are actually just more of the same that didn't work in the past. Meanwhile, in precious metals, there's an interesting debate going on. On the one hand, as Dan Norsini, a metals analyst, recently explained in a very well-written column, the Commitment of Traders report, which is a snapshot of the action within the paper, gold, and silver markets. In other words, what the guys trading gold and silver futures contracts are up to. That has been in the past few years a really good indicator of the short-term movement of gold and silver. It's implying that the speculators, the guys who tend to be wrong at the big turns, are incredibly bullish at a record level in some instances. Norsini is inferring from that that we're looking at a, a serious correction in gold and silver over the next few months. You know, it's not a long-term issue at all. But if you're thinking about buying gold and silver right now, and you're thinking, especially if you're thinking about doing it with any kind of leverage, that's a cause for concern. So from the point of view of historical measures of gold and silver near-term price action, this is kind of an iffy time. Now, on the other hand, a London metals trader named Andrew McGuire just did an interview on King World News in which he says these old backward-looking indicators no longer matter because the action is shifting from the paper markets in the West to the physical markets in the East. Now that China has set up a gold trading exchange in Shanghai where physical prices, in other words, the demand for the actual metal is what is going to determine the price going forward in gold and silver. Over. That's very bullish. Physical demand is extremely strong. The paper players are going to be overrun by physical demand going forward. And he says that that's very bullish for gold and silver in the short run. So don't even worry about the, these short-term squiggles. Just buy. Now, what does this mean? When experts disagree, to me, that's a sign to be fairly cautious. Because if people who spend their lives trying to understand these markets disagree, then that means it's impossible for regular people to predict what's going to happen in the short run. So the best advice remains to add to your gold and silver holdings, but do it regularly through dollar cost averaging. And don't try to predict the squiggles. Don't try to place bets based on what you think is going to happen in the next couple of months, because you and I are not qualified to make that kind of a prediction. One final piece of news while we've got a little more time, uh, which might end up being the most important thing that's going on right now, is that in Austria, their most recent round of elections, a far-right party that is anti-euro and anti-immigration got the most votes and is looking like it's got a pretty good shot at actually taking power in the upcoming runoff election. 
So what does this mean? Uh, a couple of things. First, it means that Austria, a major European country, may be about to put into power a, a government that is opposed to the continuation of the Eurozone. And if so, that'll lead to turmoil in that currency block. And presumably, it'll make the euro weaker. That's the same thing as saying that it'll make the dollar stronger. And since, as you know, we've already discussed, corporate earnings in the U.S. are weak and getting weaker in large part because the dollar is so strong that it's making exports more expensive and harder to sell overseas. That, in turn, makes U.S. equities even more overvalued than they seem right now. You know, right now they're at historically high levels of valuation. In the past, when they've gotten this expensive, they've tended to correct, sometimes really dramatically. So even in pretty good times, in other words, when corporate earnings are going up year after year and economic growth is fairly robust, you would still expect a pretty serious stock market correction just based on valuation. But take historically high levels of valuation and then toss in a flatlining economy where growth of less than 1% is now the norm. And you get the conditions in which the stock market is extremely risky and ready for a pretty serious correction. So if it sounds like I'm saying run for the hills, I kind of am. You know, we've, we've borrowed so much money over the last 30 or 40 years. That alone guarantees a financial crisis somewhere out there in the not too distant future. But you take all the other stuff that's going on, all the political turmoil that's out there. For instance, the Eurozone really is in danger of spinning out of control. The dollar really is too strong. Latin America is a huge mess. China borrowed a trillion dollars in the last three months and is virtually guaranteed some kind of a resulting credit crisis. You throw all that together and stock market valuations at historically high levels just don't make any sense. So on that optimistic note, let's stop here and reconvene next week. Thanks for listening to Dollar Collapse. For regular info and updates throughout the day, go to dollarcollapse.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.